What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with David from Dead. Dead's brand new EP, Mannequin Eyes, is out now. Check it out. The Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in David from Dead. How are you doing, man? Doing wonderful. I love hearing wonderful. That's awesome. We like wonderful. So congratulations. Brand new kind of surprise EP, Mannequin Eyes. Uh, Two new tracks. A lot of cool things to unpack and talk about. Um, Really great way to kind of kick off your 2020 after, you know, three or four years of really hard work by the band. I appreciate that. We're really excited about it. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, Love the two new songs. Um... I was a big fan, actually, of Misanthrope, and I actually saw you guys in person at Chicago Open Air in 2017, and I really fucking dug you guys, and uh, I thought you put on a fantastic performance for early in the day. I think caught people by surprise, and I think these two new songs are going to catch people by surprise, too. Thank you. We're pushing. We're not really hoping for that. Right on. Um I I want to start especially with obviously the the main track there is, is uh got a lot of cool elements in it. It's a lot more melodic I think than past Dead songs, but still very heavy, which I really like. Thank you. That's exactly what we were going for. Right on. Uh, was that is that something like collectively the band wanted to do for this new release and maybe the next album? I wouldn't say it was the exact uh, intention per se, but just you know. Uh, we just love melodic, but also, you know, like we still like being heavy, but obviously with Mission Throat, it was a little more uh, of violent, I guess. And for this one, we, we just kind of, you know, as you grow as people, if you maybe don't need to be in your face. We are, you know, we grabbed a lot of people's attention, so we just wanted to write really good songs that represented it in. Exactly, exactly. I love that. And I love that approach. I think that's something a lot of bands trying to work on their career should do. You really have to think about, you know, how you, you know, you obviously people only remember the last thing you did, but when you have a new thing, it's it's important to kind of show some change and growth a little bit, you know? Absolutely. No playing it safe for the dead guys from Phoenix, you know? <laughs> no, it was, you know, I think like you were saying, the songs are melodic, but, um, Throughout the whole album, I wouldn't say that we're playing it safe, but I do think that we uh, we wanted some stuff that people could sing along with, connect with, play in their car. You know, we we were kind of got you know got surprised by how many younger kids were actually like you know kids with uh, parents with kids were telling us like my son loves your band and they show us videos of like a five year old singing along with some of the songs and that was definitely like. Like I said, it caught us by surprise, but we're really excited about this one. I think it's going to even transcend, even not even just that, like, but a broader audience as well. Killer. And as I mentioned, having seen you guys live, I think what I really love about these tracks is they're very... You know, they they sound very live. They're going to probably be awesome at a show. They're very high energy, which I think the band has and is one of the sort of core awesome things about you guys is live performance. And it's important to have material that kind of shows that off also. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's a great compliment. So thank you. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys, I know clearly from having seen you, this is important to you guys, but do you practice like 
like uh, expressly when you get ready to do a show or when you get ready to tour and you, you have a lot of touring coming up, um, uh, assuming this coronavirus doesn't get us all. But uh, do you guys, you know, it seems like, yeah, we'll talk about that. It seems like uh, you guys put a lot of emphasis on, you know, being really great performers. Yeah, um, I do think that we consider, you know, like, um, you don't practice the live show. That kind of just comes naturally. But we definitely want all the songs to be able to translate live just as well as they sound in the speakers. Uh, I have to single out Joe. Obviously, you're not responsible for Joe personally, but Joe, I think, has really stepped up his game. These two songs are fantastic, and they really show off everything he can do, which I, which I think is, again, that growth I was talking about. Uh, any thoughts on the performance of Joe on these two songs? I think he's killed it. You know, um, he's actually uh, one of my best friends for, I don't know, a good part of 15 years, and uh, he was in a local band, actually, that I watched at a show, and I remember just watching him play and going, I'm going to be in a band with that guy. It's, we could really do some shit together if we could find our talent. Killer, what a story. Uh, and you guys have been friends ever since, huh? Yeah, ever since. we uh, After that night at that show, we went to a house party, kind of just hung out on the porch, grabbed a beer, and just hit it off. And we just, uh, the first kind of song that we started working on, which wasn't exactly dead, but it really showed like our dynamic in the studio when we're on our phone and I don't know, I think we can just be unstoppable. I love it. I love the attitude, man. Perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, I hear a lot of really awesome. We have staff in Phoenix. We cover a lot of gigs in Phoenix, and I I see like a lot of like very underrated area of bands are coming out of there. There's a lot of cool underground rap coming out of Phoenix. It's a pretty cool, you know, it's a pretty cool place that I think is not on everybody's radar because it's not L.A. or New York. You know, I definitely agree. I think uh, being in L.A. and New York, you know, there's a lot of talent, obviously, in both of those cities, but it's it's really hard to stick out because there's just such an oversaturation of bands trying to trying to make it and working their asses off. So, well, you guys are definitely helping put Phoenix on the map. Um, back to the EP a little bit. I definitely want to call out the Eyes Zone Shut track also because it has a, a what I like to call the fight riff, <laughs> the riff where everybody punches each other in the face. Yeah. That main riff, dude, is just beastie. It's so, it's so hard. Do you guys uh, sort of go through like your whole riff cat? You like uh, just riff, write a lot of riffs, and then if they make it into songs, they make it into songs. I know some some guitarists stockpile a lot of riffs; they just jam riffs. And other times, that you guys just all maybe come up with stuff on the spot. How you how do you write together? Uh, it's not musically. Um, I have a studio here in Phoenix, and uh, I'll usually lay down a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of riffs, and then kind of organize them into what I think is a song, and then send him over a demo of just all music. We do, like, you know, we'll have all the drums, bass, and programming, and whatnot kind of lay down before he hears it. So that way, whatever vibe I'm feeling, I will put that completely into the music. So does it doesn't just come off as a, as a guitar part. It really has the vibe that I'm looking for, so that way it'll help hopefully influence the way that he approaches it uh, vocally. That is awesome. I love hearing a little bit of that background insight about how you guys work on stuff. And uh, would you say you guys kind of all write equally or contribute equally to the music, or is it mainly you and Joe? Um, 
cool because everybody has their input, but I would say that the original uh, demos and stuff start with me and Joe. Killer, killer. And, and I know you guys are not a brand new band, but having you know, sort of a younger band on, on a timeline, what's it like working with a guy like Kevin Cherko? Because he's such a legendary guy and he's worked on such major records. Uh, I wanted to kind of ask you what that was like for you guys to work with him. Uh, I would say completely lucky. Um, it was a person that, like, I looked up to Kevin for a long time with his mixes and his projects. I think sonically he has a sound that is just larger than life. When you hear his stuff, I'm sure you've, obviously you've heard the EP. I think it just sounds bigger, bolder, taller, thicker. And, uh, oh, yeah, like the way that Kevin thinks and seeing how, um, he can make a simple change. And it really, when you hear the song, it, it's a big change and it really affects the song in a big way. But he's not a person who just comes in and throws stuff around, says, do this, do that. He doesn't mind just kind of sitting back. We'll all have a cup of coffee. We'll have a conversation about the song talk about uh, our hopes and dreams for what we think the track could be, and then we all just kind of started working on it. But just his approach is very, it makes you feel very comfortable in your own skin, and that's probably my favorite part. Awesome, man. I love hearing that. Uh, as we wind this down, because I know you got a lot of calls to do today, and I really appreciate your time. Obviously, you got the big tour within this moment, and Raven Black and other groups coming up. Um any fears about, you know, obviously like every band is now, you know, we're seeing a lot of cancellations or postponements. This coronavirus thing is just nuts. Are you any personal worries about it or are you just going to see what happens? Uh, I don't think we have any personal worries about it. Um, and, you know, in uh, and our approach is, I mean, if you die, you die. But at the same time, like the show goes on, you know, is the classic theater phrase is. So, we're just going to go about it, just doing our thing. And, you know, you don't want to have any worries or, or anything in the back of your mind. You just want to be focused on just doing your best and putting on the best show you can. Word. I love to hear that. And you guys always, again, uh, bring it live. I think this this little EP is going to really wake a lot of people up who are not yet aware of your band. They should be if they aren't already, despite all the awesome stuff you guys did on Misanthrope. Super stoked for you, man. I think this is going to catch a lot of people by surprise. Unexpected good stuff in the spring uh, in a time of craziness. Thank you so much for this record, man. I hope to see you guys on tour. And I hope this EP leads to a whole new record because that's what we want to get from you guys. Absolutely. We plan on doing it. We're, we're going to do it until they tell us to stop. So, Right on, man. Thank David from Dead, man. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you hanging out with Ghost Cult. Thank you very much, sir. Have a good day. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally check us out at ghostcultman.com. We're out. Peace.